Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. are starting a brand new series on how to achieve a work-life balance. And I have a lot of content for this. I've actually had this question asked probably more frequently than many other questions in whether I'm in front of a large audience or I'm in a corporate training and workshop setting. Uh, this is one of the questions that gets asked a lot also in my coaching. Um, it, it really is a big problem today. I mean, you think about society as a whole. We have, you know, single parents out there trying to, to make it and figure out how to balance work and life. We also have a lot of, you know, parent, uh, families where both parents are working, um, the pressures and demands. We've got more and more uh, young people that have multiple sporting events or obligations during the week that, you know, they want to be involved in. And, 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 you know, their parents are, you know, trying to juggle that as well as all the day-to-day and the demands at work. So it has become a, quite an issue. So I want to cover this. I think it's going to help a lot of people. We're going to dive into a lot of material. We're going to kind of diagnose, you know, what kind of a worrier or, or how you're coping with stress, but we're also going to give you some specific tips. And I have a couple of different methods of time management that uh, techniques that I believe will help you. Um, in fact, uh, research shows that, you know, when we don't feel in control of our time, illness and burnout usually follows. Uh, for example, the study shows that a failure to achieve life balance leads to higher stress, absenteeism, lower productivity at work. And another found that poor balance is a major cause of job dissatisfaction. So we need to feel like we're in control. We need to feel like we, you know, we know where we're headed and how we're going to accomplish each task. And uh, so I hope to provide you with some solid structure to help you with the increase in stress and anxiety. Um, and when we remember, when we are under stress or anxiety, we're going to have a number of issues with health and with focus. You know, our brain is going to react very poorly to it. We'll end up with things like headaches and high blood pressure and brain fog, brain fatigue, and insomnia, you know, and we mentioned this in some of the other podcasts, but just as a reminder, when you are in high stress, your cortisol is high, which leads to all these symptoms and more, but also reduces your melatonin, which is what keeps you awake at night. Um, and then clinical depression has, you know, anger management issues, which come from the shrinking of the amygdala and the amygdala hijack and, you know, the shrinking of the hippocampus, you have memory issues and so on and so forth. And, and then in addition to that, a weakened immune system, which just only adds insult to injury. <laughs> um, so um, when you think about, you know, you're spending too much of your time and energy in one area of your life, life um, at the expense of another. You can also feel things like guilt, regret, or frustration. And this can have a negative impact on your relationships and on even on your self-esteem. So um, work-life balance is a pretty important piece of the pie. Um, and you, we need to learn how to, to achieve a good work-life balance. Um, we need to figure out how to, you know, maybe downsize in some areas or make some exchanges in some of the times that we're spending on things, um, but also just, you know, kind of taking that 10,000-foot view and conducting an audit of our world and, and, you know, trying to figure out what it is that we need to do. Um, so before I dive into that too far, though, I just want to quick uh, go through this list of, you know, kind of diagnosing what your biggest I would say not just your main problem or maybe, 
just a piece of your problem, but the main issue that you're having as far as the bad habits you may have formed in this area. So if you're a worrier, you tend to meditate on worst case scenarios. And oftentimes you will find yourself thinking about things that make you afraid that you you may not be able to pay a bill or afraid of how you're going to confront a situation or a relationship that's going to go sour. You may also have a lot of doubts and a lot of what ifs in your mind, okay, which produces uncertainty and anxiety. If you're a critic, and uh, some people end up, you know, dealing with that work life uh, just in a very critical manner, um, and it can happen even even through being hurt or damaged in some way. But um, you end up, you know, with habits of condemnation and judgment of others, excuses, blaming others, or or being sarcastic all the time. And, um, and this just, all this does is just impound on your low, on your self-esteem, which may already be low. Um, but it can also cause self-esteem issues in the people around you. If you have a victim mentality, um, you're always feeling sorry for yourself. What about me? You know, how come this always happens to me? You may feel helpless. You may have a sense of entitlement, you know, thinking that people need to go out of their way to do something to help you because after all, can't they see you're drowning? Um, and the fact of the matter is they're drowning themselves, so they don't even notice. And it's not that they're being insensitive it's just everybody is in their own boat and um and they're trying to row themselves to safety um you may be resentful um if you're in a victim mentality and uh and a lot of things you might be thinking are oh i wish or or you know or or you might just say something like well i am what i am you know or you might say what about me or it's not fair and whether you're saying these outwardly or just thinking them in your minds oftentimes those accompany a victim mentality which can lead to depression sadness and bitterness um if you're a perfectionist uh, type A people, listen up. <laughs> You're overanalyzing. <laughs> You're always overthinking things, overanalyzing things. You're assuming things and, and jumping ahead instead of, you know, really listening. Um, you, you're doing a lot of I shoulds. So, you know, and I love, I've mentioned this before, Tony Robbins always says, we got to say I should, but, you know, he always says, no, you have to abide by your musts, not your shoulds. You just be shooting all over yourself. Um, and habits that you would have as a perfectionist would be overcommitting, feeling inadequate, uh, feeling overwhelmed. And this leads to chronic stress and burnout. So that's kind of the list of, and I'm sure that's not an exhaustive list, but just some of the symptoms you may be having and issues. So we can kind of pinpoint where the root of of the cause might be in your work-life imbalance. Well, tomorrow we're going to dive into some solid solutions and give you some more ideas on time management and ways to reduce that stress in your world. Um, if you were if you missed yesterday, it's because I had a technical issue and a podcast did not go out yesterday, so my apologies for that. Um, but we are back on track today and excited about what the days to come will bring. So I wish you an absolutely excellent day and look forward to you joining us again tomorrow on your journey to greatness through routine. This is Michelle Stuffus. Thank you for joining me.